T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Big winter storm heading east from the Upper Plains, and we have the story. Police investigating a fatal shooting in West Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office is investigating a fatal officer-involved shooting in Goddard. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Construction is coming for a North Wichita roadway. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. We're seeing a few scattered showers in south-central Kansas, and we are at our warmest right now as a strong cold front is on the way later today. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. A man is dead after he was shot at a West Wichita motel. This happened Tuesday afternoon in the 5700 block of West Kellogg Drive. Officers responded to a disturbance call with shots fired. They found a man in his 50s with a gunshot wound to the chest. He was not breathing when he was taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced deceased. According to investigators, the shooting was not a random incident, and witnesses have provided suspect information. More than 60 million Americans are now under some sort of a winter weather alert. That number will grow as the week continues. Blizzard warnings issued across the Rockies, Northern Plains, Upper Midwest, parts of Minnesota, bracing to get hit by up to 20 inches of snow and plenty of wind. Meteorologist Jacob Beitlick is the, at the National Weather Service office in Chanhassen, outside of Minneapolis. The worst conditions will be Wednesday evening and overnight into Thursday morning when we do expect blizzard conditions, whiteout conditions, um, and zero visibility. Later in the week, the storm moves east, and snow is expected to hit the northeast and parts of New England. Ice may be on the way for the Missouri Valley. Russia has suspended a key nuclear deal between them and the U.S., Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports. New START was the last nuclear arms control treaty between the U.S. and Russia, limiting the number of deployed nuclear warheads to 1,550, as well as putting a limit on the number of launchers between both nations. The Republican chairman of the House Armed Services Committee responding, quote, all options must be on the table, including deploying additional nuclear forces and increasing the readiness of our nuclear triad. We must also accelerate efforts to modernize our nuclear systems, some which date back to the 50s. The nuclear triad, of course, referring to deploy nuclear weapons in the air, land, and sea. The U.S. deploys 70 percent of its nuclear warheads aboard ballistic missile submarines under the water. President Biden prepares to meet with NATO uh, meetings in Poland today. An attempted traffic stop in Goddard leads to a fatal officer-involved shooting. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office is now investigating the shooting. Tuesday, during a briefing, Sheriff Jeff Easter identified the suspect 
as 39-year-old Michael Trask from the Lake Afton area. He said the suspect drove off at speeds reaching up to 100 miles per hour while flashing a gun from inside the vehicle. After calling off the chase, the officer caught up with the suspect, stopped at 183rd West and 63rd South. Six commands to the suspect, the suspect to show the officer his hands and place them out of the window. The suspect never complied. The man then gets out of his vehicle and walks toward the officer with a weapon in his hand. The officer gives nine more commands to include put your hands up, don't come towards me, and to drop the gun. Investigators said the man did not comply and the officer fired eight times. Sheriff Easter says a short time later, Trask's wife made a call to police dispatchers. She advised that her husband is in a high-speed chase and suspect advised he's probably going to be dead. Call noted the suspect is suicidal and armed with a loaded 40 caliber handgun. However, investigators later discovered that the weapon Trask was carrying was a BB gun. The Goddard officer remains on administrative leave according to policy. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council has approved a plan that would bring improvements to a North Wichita roadway. The project on 29th Street North would reconstruct the roadway from Emporia to I-135 at dedicated turn lanes and would signalize the St. Francis intersection and the southbound on-off ramp to I-135. The project design budget will cost the city around $646,000. Once that work is complete, the council will discuss funding the construction scheduled to begin in 2024. The project's total budget stands at $3.5 million. The council also approved funding for bridge rehabilitation and repair in 2023. Projects include the First Street Bridge and the John Mack Bridge, both over the Arkansas River, and the MacArthur Bridge over the Big Ditch. Rodney Price, KNSS News. An investigation is underway in Cowley County following a pair of grass fires earlier in the month. First fire broke out on February 6th, another one on the 19th. Investigators say evidence links those two fires, both in pasture land. Chris Cannon, Fire District 3 Chief in Burden, says they believe the fires were intentionally set. It seems like it's a pretty innocent thing to go out and, uh, you know, maybe set a fire in some grassland, but uh, boy, it can turn turn deadly or, or very seriously very quickly. So we, we take it as seriously as someone setting a house on fire. And anyone with information about those fires is asked to call investigators. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. We'll recap basketball action in Manhattan last night. K-State and Baylor here from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Salina, Kansas, showing impressive economic growth. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stevens Ed. Save time. The KNSS Morning News with Stevens Ed now 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. Salina. Kansas showing economic growth. The Salina Area Chamber of Commerce says the area's gross domestic product grew by $341 million in 2021. That's a nearly 12.5% growth rate. Chamber President Renee Duxler says the news comes following the revitalization of Salina's downtown. It's something um, that, as I kind of mentioned, we've made these investments. We've been doing this diligent work. We've really been working as a community to grow uh, the quality of life and um, the amenities that we have here. And so I think um, we're certainly celebrating the fact that those investments um, and that work seems to be paying off. By comparison, the GDP in Shawnee County for the same period 
grew by just over 10% and just over 9% for Sedgwick County. A massive exposure of internal U.S. military emails. An extraordinary leak of sensitive but unclassified government data included emails and personal data pertaining to U.S. Special Operations Command. A DOD server was left exposed for two weeks in total. About three terabytes worth of data had been accessible. A senior U.S. defense official confirmed the breach of the exposed server to Fox News. The leak, which now has been fixed, was found by a cybersecurity researcher and first reported by the news outlet TechCrunch, who alerted the Pentagon Sunday. A spokesperson for U.S. Special Command tells the outlet that they can confirm that no one hacked into any of their information systems. In Washington, Sean Langell, Fox News. A church secretary is heading to prison after an embezzling conviction. A woman who worked for an Alabama church for 12 years has been sentenced to serve five years in prison for stealing from her place of employment. 53-year-old Sharon Collins was convicted of embezzling more than $200,000 from the First Baptist Church in Foley, where she had been the financial secretary responsible for accounting systems, financial reports, and church-issued credit cards. Prosecutors say she used church funds for vacations, jewelry, and to finance a college degree. Rich Dennison, Fox News. Many people worldwide observing a special day in the Christian faith. Ash Wednesday, observed with ashes and fasting in the Christian church, marks the first day of Lent and falls six and a half weeks before Easter. It comes after Shrove Tuesday, also called Fat Tuesday, the last big day of parades and parties marking Mardi Gras. In the modern Roman Catholic Church, palms from the previous Palm Sunday are burned. Then the ashes are applied in the shape of a cross on the forehead of worshipers on Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday Mass is usually one of the most heavily attended non-Sunday Masses of the liturgical year. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-12, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Stalled out vehicle, northbound I-135 at 47th Street South. Watch for a slowdown. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And let's take a look at the forecast, the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Good, good. good. Very you? Well. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad out there. You know, it's no secret how warm things have been. And you know, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think we have just a few more hours of some of that warmth out there. So enjoy it while it's here because the cold is on the move. And we actually have temperatures all the way down into the teens in parts of northwest Kansas. So, of course, we have uh, temperatures between the 60s and the teens right now. But, again, that cold air, it's on the move and will actually begin to drop down by the time we get to midday and especially during the afternoon. Uh, we will go from a mostly to a partly cloudy sky as well. There's going to be a, a chance of rain, mainly during our morning hours. After that, uh, should be able to see some clearing. Uh, only a 10% chan uh, chance of rain and snow later on tonight, but we'll uh, eventually drop all the way down to 17 degrees uh, for a low. So that uh, that uh, drop in temperatures is going to be a process. Again, it's going to begin around midday today, and then we'll just drop through the afternoon, through the evening, and then bottom out in the teens by early tomorrow morning 35 degrees for a high for our thursday just getting a few degrees above freezing 
in a northerly breeze going to be bitter out there while getting up to 10 to 20 miles an hour shouldn't be as windy as today but uh those winds still going to make it feel uh, pretty nasty out there honestly by tomorrow we'll keep that cold for friday high of 36 as we get ready to head into the weekend mostly cloudy sky only a 10 percent chance of rain uh, it does look like there may be some spotty moisture around but chances still not really looking all that great that goes for saturday as well we'll rebound up to 53 degrees on saturday there's going to be uh, a little bit of rainfall that may try to clip the Wichita metro, but once again, we have a better chance of staying dry. Now, getting into Sunday to wrap up the weekend, we may start off the day dry, but there's going to be an increasing chance of showers and storms, some of which could be strong to severe. The Storm Prediction Center already has us highlighted in a severe risk, even though we're days away. Again, this is going to be a time and a day that we'll have to watch out for, so this is going to be the late Sunday time frame. By the time we get to Monday, maybe a few uh, lingering showers early on in the day, but we'll dry out from there. And temperatures won't take too much of a hit, as we'll still be mild in the 50s and 60s early next week. Right now, we're at 58 degrees with an overcast sky. We do have a, uh, a gusty wind already out of the south at 18 miles an hour, gusting up to 28, only bringing our wind chill down to 48. So we have to deal with some wind this morning. Colder air is on the way, but at least temperature's not too bad to start. Kind of looks like most of the rain for now is staying to the east of I-35 and moving to the east, right? Yeah, that's right. Maybe something clipping us, you know, over the next few hours. But for the most part, I don't want to say we're completely done or out of the woods just yet. But, uh, but yeah, the majority of that rainfall is just going to keep shifting off to our east early today. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS on this Wednesday, February 22nd. Ash Wednesday, we had a cloudy, breezy day. Across central Kansas Tuesday, Wichita's high temperature was 64 degrees. That's nice. Normal high, 51. And on this date in 1996, Wichita set an all-time record high for February when the mercury soared to 87 degrees. You, wow. That was a warm day. Baseball weather. It was. Which reminds me, I saw something uh, on the Internet a while ago that uh, it looks like... The Royals are playing tomorrow or Friday? I think everybody starts on the everybody 25th on the tw- with their first yeah. spring training game. Yeah, so spring training's already here. So we're How about that? All right, uh, 716, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And a trial of a four-day work week in Britain, billed as the world's largest, has found that most employees are less stressed or burned out and have better work-life balance. Findings from the University of Cambridge, Boston College, and other researchers released this week show that most of the 61 companies that participated from June to December will keep going with the shorter hours. They say revenue largely stayed the same over the trial period and even grew uh, grew a little bit, that is, compared with the same six months a year earlier. Employees have reported more job satisfaction, better sleep, and improved mental health. There was also a 57% drop in the likelihood of employees quitting from the same period a year earlier. So there you go. The four-day week. People like it. <laughs> Not too surprising to me. I mean, they probably asked him to work a couple extra hours for that to get to 40, and I don't know. But, uh, of course, it, you know, we're doing a five-day week, and a lot of places, a lot of folks are still doing six. Um, a half day on Saturday, I mean, some of the, a lot of the retailers uh, people who uh, have restaurants, you know, they don't get to walk away. They don't have a four-day week. They got about a six or seven. So, 
Uh, I don't know. Four-day week, maybe some people can do it, maybe not. I think yeah, this, for some companies, they can make it work. Others, it's impossible. Uh, yeah. I think this work-from-home thing has kind of convinced a lot of companies that it's very doable. <laughs> do everything from home. But anyway, there you go. The four-day work week. And Stephen Ted with a timely update. Yeah, you're right, Steve. The Royals' first spring training game is Friday. It's Friday? So we're two days out. How about that? Whew. I did, did the, the pitchers and catchers go down first? They've already been there, been yeah. There? And position players reported on Saturday. All right. So they're all ready to go. Here we go. 718 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. Ted. And we'll take a look at college men's basketball action last night up in Manhattan. Big game. 14th-ranked Kansas State hosting 9th-ranked Baylor. K-State looking for a season sweep over a top-10 team, the Bears. K-State was down at halftime, but boy, the second half, Coach Tang must have had a pretty good halftime speech. K-State came out after halftime, shot 58% from the field in the second half, and beat the Bears 75-65, a double-digit win for K-State last night in front of a sellout crowd, 11,000 on hand at Bramlage Coliseum. K-State is 14-1 and at Bramlage this season on home court. Wow. K-State really valuing the basketball. Only seven turnovers for the entire game. So, And Baylor had almost twice as many. So K-State took advantage and got the 10-point win. After the game, Kansas State head coach Jerome Tang. This is like a dream come true. And, and it's not the who we played or, or win in that, but the environment tonight and... Uh, you know, just the turnout, the crowd, the energy. I mean, it's every coach's dream to be able to, um, like, compete in that kind of environment and, and then watch your guys, like, be energized by the crowd. As they were. K-State got some great efforts, too. Senior Marquise Noel, 14 points, 10 assists, zero turnovers. How about that? Yeah, and senior Keontae Johnson, 25 points. On 11 of 17 shooting from the field. All right. K-State is tied for third place in the Big 12 with two games to go. uh, They're two games back out of first place with a few games to go. K-State is now 21-7 and on the season after that win last night. We have some shocker sports action for you today over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And we'll start with shocker baseball, Wichita State. For the first time in 33 years, is going to play a game in the state of Utah. It's the Shockers visiting Utah Tech. It's a four-game series out in St. George, Utah, between the Trailblazers and the Shockers. And that series starts today. Shockers in Utah Tech, Shane Dennis and Denning Gehrig will have coverage of Shocker Baseball at 2.40 this afternoon over on KFH. Then after Shocker Baseball, it's time for Shocker Women's Basketball, Wichita State on the road at SMU. Both teams have 15 wins on the season. Shocker women have won two of their last three. Steve Strain will have coverage of the Shocker women. That game will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight in Dallas. Listen live over on KFH. Hockey. In the National Hockey League last night, the Edmonton Oilers win at home, beat the Philadelphia Flyers 4-2. The winning goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner, with his 14th win of the season this year for Edmonton, he had 23 saves last night. Edmonton is the number one wildcard team in the Western Conference, and with that win, they snapped a four-game losing streak. Stuart Skinner, former Thunder goalie, in goal for the Edmonton Oilers with the win last night. And a happy birthday to former Butler Community College basketball star Lee Nalon is 48 today, a guy that ended up playing six years in the NBA and had some 
Very good years overseas as well. The former Butler Grizzly, Lee Nalen, is 48 today. It's his birthday. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Fighting coffee withdrawals. Aha. House Call for Health coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Wednesday morning, Ash Wednesday, 60 degrees right now. President Biden, in his speech in Poland, pledged his support for Ukraine in their war with Russia, but said it means more than that. President Biden said, referring to Russian leader Vladimir Putin, that the war in Ukraine is on him. Every day the war continues is his choice. Speaking outside Poland's palace, the president said the U.S. and NATO are united behind Ukraine, adding there's more at stake down the road to make lives across the world better. Improving health, growing prosperity, preserving the plan of building peace and security, treating everyone with dignity and respect. He says he looks forward to reinforcing that when the U.S. hosts the NATO summit in 2024. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Daycare availability in Wichita expected to improve thanks to a change made yesterday by the city council. The zoning code change will increase the number of children that can be watched at a home daycare facility from 10 to 12. This move will align city code up to current KDHE regulations. John Roth, president and CEO of the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce, said expanding availability to affordable, safe daycare is an important issue for local families. I think we all can relate personally, those of us who have children or those of us who are in the workforce, um, business owners, etc., know the impact that uh, child care can have on the business community as well as personally to ourselves. The city estimates that there are nearly 300 home daycares in Wichita. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will be asked to renew its contract with Greater Wichita Partnership. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News the GWP was formed to promote business and attract workers. We started GWP. It was a small group, and they have just just accelerated so so nicely. You know, I think last year, 12,000 jobs or so and $2 billion in capital investment. So and that, the phone's ringing a lot in, in here locally. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Kansas lawmakers are working to eliminate most ballot drop boxes in elections. A measure on drop boxes cleared a state Senate committee yesterday. The panel voting 5-4 to four to approve a bill that would limit each of the state's 105 counties to only one drop box inside its election office and only when two people from different political parties are constantly monitoring the box. Counties currently may have as many drop boxes as they want. 167 were in use in last year's election. Attorney General Chris Kobach backs the bill, while Secretary of State Scott Schwab opposes it. A deadly accident involving a skydiver in Oklahoma. 44-year-old Heather Glasgow of Pawtell, Oklahoma, was killed while skydiving last weekend. Police in Salisaw said in a statement that an unknown issue arose during the skydive. Witnesses saying that her parachute had opened, but she was in a spin and never recovered from that before hitting the ground. 
The Federal Aviation Administration is getting involved in the investigation, looking into the packing of the main and backup parachutes. Glasgow had just completed a tandem jump before the solo jump in which she fell to her death, according to police. John Saucier, Fox News. A major social media platform will face the nation's highest court. The family of a man who was killed in the 2017 terror attacks carried out by ISIS at a club in Istanbul, Turkey, alleges Twitter violated the Anti-Terrorism Act. The family alleges the social media company hosting terrorist content on the platform should be considered aiding and abetting, with the social media company providing a place for the gunman to be recruited by the group. Twitter argues the Anti-Terrorism Act only holds it liable if Twitter gave assistance for a specific act of terror or didn't block accounts it was aware were plotting an attack. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Warmer than average temperatures continue for now, but that's going to be changing later on today. We're seeing a few scattered showers across Wichita with a clearing sky, a cold front pushes on through with temperatures falling into the mid to upper 40s late this afternoon as winds become gusty from the northwest. It'll be clear overnight, Tarlow 18, sunny and 34 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now we have light rain in the area, 60 degrees. We have a south wind at 21 miles per hour. 7.34 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And uh, here on this Wednesday morning, it's time to check in with Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Well, we got a little moisture, but it's 60 degrees, so it's not freezing, I guess, right? It feels pretty good out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll take that. But, uh, yeah, later tonight, things change, huh? That could be. Are any special things you're going to be doing with the uh, highways around uh, Sedgwick County and Wichita, Tom? Nothing special that I know of. Our construction projects will continue because they can work in a little bit of rain, and they'll take these warm temperatures, and they'll even be back at work tomorrow during the cold. All right. So we're not looking at any freezing or any really nasty road conditions with this little storm that's going to come up, actually, for just less than a day. Huh? I don't think so. I think most of it's swinging north of us. It looks yeah, like yeah. a lot of snow up there, and that's going to move east, and we'll hear, we're here, we'll hear about it in the news, but it won't be much for us. Uh, all right, 734, Steve and Ted. Mm. Hey, Tom, I took that ramp the other day at the North Junction, that horrible 25-mile-per-hour ramp from northbound <laughs> 135 to, to the westbound 235. When is that finally going to be rebuilt and fixed? I think that will open this summer. Okay. The, the two-lane flyover. They're, they're, they're making concrete pours on it almost every week, and there's good progress. So I think we'll see it open this summer. Awesome. You know, the one that I, that I always uh, scared me to death, eastbound on uh, on Kellogg, you come over the big ditch and you want to swing around and, and go southbound on 235. That was about the size of a Dunkin' Donut in there. <laughs> that was a sharp turnaround. And dangerous. You came up off there, and there were the people were coming 90 miles an hour. Yeah, those those loop ramps like that are not fun to navigate. The the new one that we put in there at 235 in Kellogg is much wider turn, so we don't get as many trucks stuck on it as they try to climb that hill. Right. And you get a little bit more room to merge onto traffic on northbound 235. Do we have any special blockages or closings to today we want to talk about, Tom? Nothing special. Uh, I'm sure more will come, especially as we work in that area down at 135 and K96 Junction. All right.
All right, Ted, that, that's, I guess that's all for today then. Thank you, Tom, for being with us. We appreciate it. Tom Hine, Kansas, Kansas Department of Transportation. Check in with him on a Wednesday morning, see what's going on. Yesterday we had a high temperature in Wichita, 64 degrees. Pretty pleasant. Great day. Uh, cloudy. I got out for a walk, but it was not bad. There was a little breeze. Normal high is 51. Yeah, it was fairly windy yesterday afternoon, but yeah. it was even better last night. Once the wind stopped blowing, it was very pleasant outside. Uh, on this date, this is the 22nd, yes, 22nd of February. On this date in 1996, Wichita set an all-time record high for February when the mercury soared to 87 degrees. Ooh. That's in even, February. That's even 25 degrees warmer than yeah. now. All right. So today is Ash Wednesday, Ted, the beginning of Lent. And... Uh, the explanation for that is basically, uh, biblically speaking, for Christians, uh, uh, Christ went into the wilderness and for 40 days and 40 the, nights. Basically didn't eat, didn't denied, eat. denied himself. And uh, the devil yeah, came around. The devil, and, the devil tempted him for 40 just, days. Just tempted the heck out of him. And, and, and anyway, it, it came out with a happy ending. And uh, so now we, we're going to celebrate Lent. It is uh, as a time of penitence and time of penance, leading up to Easter. Thinking about in six and a half about, weeks, right? Yeah. Intr- introspection, which for some people is very, very hard to do at all any time. Well, during Lent you're supposed to do that. And we say we say we give up things for Lent. Um, is that the right terminology? Yeah, it's part of denial. Denial, denying yourself the usual gluttonies and feasts and mm. things that you do in your daily life. It's a way of Kind of scaling back a little bit and thinking about things. That seems very childish or modest, but several years ago when I was really running, you know, keeping myself in good shape, I denied myself potato chips for Lent and found out that I lost some weight. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's amazing when you do stuff like that. A little self-denial is Mm -hmm. not bad. We as Americans, I don't think, know much about self-denial. Yeah, we're a country that likes to consume things, and the, the, the fact that you would voluntarily deny that to yourself is kind of against the way we're the way our society operates we had a discussion over the weekend my wife and i basically we also we talked about my daughter a little bit about just uh, people thinking they deserve something i deserve this Mm -hmm. i deserve that well we're a very entitled society as well maybe i haven't really ever thought that i deserve anything except maybe a punch in the mouth when i said something bad but that's more that's not deserved. That's punishment. So, yeah, you deserve a break today, McDonald says. Or they did for a while. Anyway, deserving. Ted, uh, you've got the gridiron coming up, and uh, you're starting to write it now. You're, and the show is what, what date was it again? The 20... I think it's 23, 24, 25 March. Okay. Uh, so the tickets are on sale. I've got a couple of things going on here in the next couple of weeks I'd like to mention real quick. My, on March 1st, I will be uh, co-emceeing the Junior Achievement Business Hall of Fame Banquet. This is going to be at the Dock Hangar again this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Susan Peters and I have co- co-anchored this thing, co-hosted it for, gosh, I many know, years. Yeah. Ten years or more. Now, last year, I, my hip was out. I couldn't go. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So I had to find a substitute. And I suggested they, that uh, they use my son, Scott, who's retired Air Force, and he's not a broadcaster, but he's done a lot of briefings for generals and people like that. So he filled in, and from everything I heard, did very well. So, but they didn't—they didn't, they didn't uh, uh, Wally Pip you. They asked you back. They asked me back anyway. Okay. They didn't want to hurt my feelings. 
But anyway, that's coming up March 1st, and it's always an interesting evening. Uh, a lot of biz- lot of business people there and uh, celebrating uh, junior achievement and also these uh, great people who have uh, they're going to honor this year for them. I will mention their names a little later on. Then March 8th, a week after that, or a little over a week after that, I'm going to emcee the uh, Wichita West High School Distinguished Alumni Hall of Fame uh, banquet at Rolling Hills Country Club. And we are in uh, inducting some, some of the people who uh, went to West High School and wound up doing some great things in the world. One of them, one of them, I'm so excited about this, the late Carla Burns. Mm-hmm. She, that should be an interesting part of the evening. I think we've got like eight of them. Uh, business people, media people who have really had an impact. And we just, they just, we had the Sports Hall of Fame. We got that open. Now we're doing the alum, uh, distinguished alumni thing. So that's uh, on the eighth. Look at you. You've got all these gigs lined up in March. Yeah. You're in demand. Oh, man. Just, that's just, I'm so excited. <laughs> and anyway, it's what we do, right? It's uh, 741 now, Steve and Ted. And coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Kansas Humane Society as a new leader. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS, 745 here. On this Ash Wednesday and 60 degrees, three big things. Sedgwick County Sheriff's investigating a fatal police-involved shooting near Goddard. The dead man reportedly ignored multiple warnings to put down his weapon, a BB gun. Police investigating a homicide at a West Wichita motel. Man dies after being shot in the chest. One. Massive winter storm moving across the northern U.S., Two feet of snow possible in Minnesota. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Right now, this morning out there in traffic, things are actually looking okay for the most part. We do have a stalled-out vehicle and some pretty heavy traffic right around this area, so watch for a slowdown. It's uh, westbound Kellogg right at Hillside. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. All right, got a little change of the weather coming up. We've got a chance for morning rain. Today, then sunny and breezy later today with a temperature dropping to around 46 degrees. Partly cloudy, cold tonight, the overnight low 19. Thursday, sunny, breezy, and cool. Tomorrow's high, just 34 degrees. Now we have a cloudy sky, light rain in the area, 60 degrees. And we have a south wind at 21 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, 
can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With a change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Shacks is open Monday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Steve is in the morning here, 747. Stocks closed down Monday with the market's biggest drop since December. Stocks down 2% as investors mull disappointing earnings and rate hike worries. In the spotlight, earnings from Walmart and Home Depot, the nation's biggest retailer, reporting strong results but guiding lower on earnings for the year, while Home Depot missed revenue estimates and posted disappointing comp store sales. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions added to negative market sentiment as China's Xi set to meet with Putin in Moscow in coming months and Putin suspending a nuclear arms treaty between the U.S. and Russia. Meanwhile, existing home sales in January falling to their lowest level in 12 years. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. The Dow closed down 697 points, S&P down 82, the Nasdaq down 295 points. Top financial leaders from the group of 20 leading economies are gathering in the South Indian Technology Hub of Bangladuru to tackle challenges to global growth and stability. India is hosting the G20 financial conclave for the first time in 20 years. Later in the year, it will convene its first summit of G20 economies. Now let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The Kansas Humane Society has hired a new president and CEO. Aaron Walker steps into the role starting in March. Walker has more than 20 years' experience in leadership and fundraising roles for nonprofits, including child welfare, behavioral health, and social services. Most recently, Walker worked for Cairn Health in Wichita, formerly called Medical Service Bureau, Inc. Walker steps into the role following the November departure of former president and CEO Emily Hurst, who had been in the position for fewer than two years and has since been hired as senior director of the BVI Workforce Innovation Center at Envision. WSU Tech's enrollment momentum is not slowing down. Following the fall 2022 semester's nearly 4% student growth compared to 2021, the Technical College announced Tuesday that its spring 2023 enrollment is up almost 16% compared to the previous year. The 5,173 students enrolled marks the largest year-over-year jump for WSU Tech in more than 10 years. Wichita Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport has contracted a consulting firm. The airport's leader says could help add new routes from the city and get Wichita in the game on a federal grant program. Wichita City Council yesterday unanimously approving, signing Ailey Vaughn, Pacific Aviation Consulting, to a three-year deal for consulting services, continuing a previous partnership between the airport and the firm. Jesse Romo, director of airports for the Wichita Airport Authority, telling the council there are significant opportunities on the horizon. He thinks makes Alevon an important partner for air service growth. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. 7.50 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, this uh, time of the year, we are looking at uh, the severe storm season coming up for the spring. And uh, we have one of the uh, Storm Fury of the Plains presentations going on tonight, this evening in uh, in Wellington. Now, Storm Fury on the Plains is uh, basically a program put on by the National Weather Service Office here in Wichita. Chance Hayes is a meteorologist there, and he's been doing this for several years now. Uh, and it's a presentation of just different things you, you would probably like to know about severe weather and how it impacts people here in south-central Kansas. 
Tonight they're doing Sumner County. I mean, they've got about, uh, I think he said, 22 or three of these uh, scheduled over the next few weeks. Tonight they are doing a Sumner County. They will be uh, at the uh, Wellington High School Auditorium beginning at 6.30 p.m. It is free and open to the public, and if you'd like to learn something about the weather, there's a good chance, and uh, uh, here's your opportunity. Again, that's tonight in Wellington. 7.51, Stephen Ted interviewed Chance, what was it, last week for the Issue mm-hmm. Show? And uh, Chance Hayes from the National Weather Service. It's always interesting because uh, he's, he's got interesting uh, the figures, facts and figures. You know, it seemed to me, and I, I mentioned this to him, and he, he was kind of in agreement that when we were growing up and even in the past just few years, Kansas was considered the, the center of Tornado Alley. Yeah, hundreds of tornadoes With usually With Oklahoma and Texas, that's mm-hmm. the alley going up in that. Well, it looks like sheer number and fatalities, uh, it looks like that's pretty much shifted to the east, southeast over there in the, what, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, that area? Yeah, Texas all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. So it seems like it's Tornado Alley could these be a, days. Could be a pattern that would uh, come back the other way in years to come. But good information uh, uh, in that uh, issue show we did this past weekend. Um, and you can see, you can go to our webpage and you can see it anytime you want to there for the podcast. All right, Ted, it's... Uh, 7.52, let's go ahead and mention that this is uh, Ash Wednesday. It takes place 46 days before Easter and uh, the day after Shrove Tuesday, which was yesterday. Did we ever, did, I never saw any results, by the way, uh, of the, the pancake race. Did you? Well, I posted a story on our webpage. Well, I didn't see Guess it. Guess you didn't check that out. Darn. Who won? Only England, the winner this did year. Did they really? I think uh, the winner there was... Uh, I think just about eight seconds better than liberal. So it wasn't really? really even close this year. Wow. Okay. Bragging rights for only. Yeah, for only for a year. Going to yeah. Tuesday. That's pancake motivate day. the ladies of liberal next year. Liberal Kansas. They've had the women there, so some women there. And, uh, and in only England run a 415-yard course. Have to flip the pancake at least once, I guess. And it's been going on for how many, what, what 70 years now? Yeah, they started that in the early 50s. Wow. They've been doing uh, 73, 74 years now. It's just kind of a you know, fun thing. It actually started, to, the legend, it actually started in England when uh, a woman was late for for uh, Ash, or Shrove Tuesday service at the church, and she ran out with her pancake and just took the whole yeah, pan Yeah, she just her. took the pan with her and <laughs> ran with it all the way to church so you could get there on yeah. time. All right. So, of course, uh, that goes back to the 1400s, yeah. centuries is that lore for Pancake Day. have been around a long time, and they're worth remembering. Ash Wednesday, Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Race. Steve and Ted in the Morning Show, by the way. This <laughs> is our show number. Where are we at? 6,362. Nice. It's not unprecedented. It's unheard of. We just added another piece of wood to the pile today. Just, just, just another, one at a time. One more. And How uh, many? 6,000. 362. 6362. Mm-hmm. That's quite a few. And we're going to keep going. Yeah, we are right? planning to. We're planning to. 754 now, Stephen Ted. Coming up, of course, uh, we're going to be on here for the 8 o'clock hour, as always. And there's a lot going on, so stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. We have the latest on, on a homicide in West Wichita. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll be taking. Got a big day for Shocker Athletics. Got the Shocker women's basketball team on the road, Shocker baseball team on the road, and we'll preview those coming up in sports. Plus, uh, you've got entertainment news, the blur. Oh, yeah, we'll get you your entertainment news. I think we got some good uh, factoids, and we'll talk about one of the worst Broadway shows ever (laughs) in the blur today. That'll be at 8.35 this morning. And as always, traffic and weather. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.